I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we are heading to the Dover Castle for a listener's story and to a haunted school in Maine that's been scaring the crap out of one of its teachers. (laughs) We've also got a terrifying story about something creepy that's haunting the Mexican border. Okay, but first, please remember, leave us a good review wherever you can, especially on Apple uh, Podcasts, because that kind of boosts us up to the top. Mm -hmm. Tell all your friends... And most importantly, please send us your stories to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's hauntedafpodcast gmail.com. Written, recorded, audio, however you want to send them to us, just send them. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get the family meeting over with because we're both dreading it. Mm -hmm. All right, so here we go. Season 9 of Haunted AF is going to end on April 29th. We're going to be taking a short hiatus with the regular podcast after that. And here's why. So we started Haunted AF four years ago in hopes of turning it into like a job. Unfortunately, about a million other podcasters had the same idea at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. So this has made it extremely difficult to make an impact as a podcast. Uh, We've also both experienced serious life changes over the past year, which has made the commitment needed to make this podcast almost impossible. We simply need to take a break to figure out how to keep Haunted AF alive. So starting June 1st, new content is going to be released on our Patreon page. Don't get mad. This is not a cash grab. We just have lots of annual patrons, and we want to make sure they're getting their money's worth. So we are going to release a Halloween episode, possibly an entire month, uh, if the sponsor that we've been talking to comes through. We have a top 10 of 2023 that will be on the regular feed as well. Other than that, weekly content will be found at patreon.com backslash haunted AF starting June 1st. If you're able to subscribe, please consider it. It's been the only thing keeping us afloat recently. In the meantime, we're going to try out some new things. We're going to hit the road, visit some haunted locations. We're looking at trips to Galveston, Austin, Jefferson right now, hopefully adding more to that list. We want to visit some of the more popular haunted locations that we've talked about, maybe even some of our guests. Rebecca's taking over parts of the website. We're going to be adding more videos to YouTube and TikTok. Maybe you've seen some of the Haunted AF Lego stuff that we're doing right now. Or we shit on things. Or yes, <laughs> all of that. Those seem to be a big hit. Uh, yeah, people are liking them. Uh, we're also going to have more time to focus on ad sales, which has been especially difficult yeah. for us. Hopefully all of this is going to put the podcast in a healthier position for the future. Uh, this decision has been gut-wrenching for us because Haunted AF is our baby. Mm-hmm. We love it dearly, but it's currently living on our basement and eating all of our food. Uh, <laughs> we need to get this thing mowing the lawn at least, taking out the trash, maybe helping out with groceries. Make a couple of beds. Yeah, please. Uh, and the reality is it's just the two of us. Yep. We don't have a sales department, promo nope. team, even audio engineers. Everything you see in here comes from me and Rebecca. And honestly, Julie does it all. I'm like the fraction of the fraction of a fraction of but, this. But even then, <laughs> do. it's the two of us. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to find a way to scale back the work and make this podcast self-sustaining. So if you have any questions about this, I know it's going to be tough for everybody 
because it's a bummer when the thing you're mm-hmm. getting for free all the time suddenly costs five bucks a month. So please, if you have questions, we want to answer them. The email, you know, at hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com and we will answer them. But that means we have three weeks left. Wow. So send us that good shit. Yeah. Again, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. So get on it. I will say, though, if we get like a million patrons, feet pics, guys. Oh, <laughs> we'll show our feet. Oh, OK. Do you want to show your titties? Because <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I, I feel like that would actually push people away. You're like, you owe me five dollars for that. can't believe you made me see that. Yeah, how dare you? Speaking of Patreon, we do have to thank our newest patrons, Jennifer Cullen, Nancy Peavy, Stephanie Quarter and Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. She is dead. Oh my gosh, she came back to listen to Hot AF. I love it. Uh, Also, our newest annual patrons, uh, Sarita Smith, Diana Bagley, and Stephen Stockdale. And of course, as we just mentioned, our patrons are more important than ever. So please subscribe if you can. Plus, we've got years of content over there that you haven't heard yet. Find us at patreon.com slash haunted AF. Yeah, just today we uh, shared a story about how to conjure a demon. Right. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah, which nobody should listen listen to because no. we don't want you conjuring demons except for we do <laughs> no we don't we do we really don't okay this next story comes from a brand new listener this Yay. is courtney hey y'all this is courtney from mississippi but also from louisiana my haunted as f- story <laughs> is kind of a dead dad story oh. so my dad passed away from colon cancer about two years ago he had been battling that sickness for about six or seven years and it got to the point where there was nothing else they could do for him he would eventually go on hospice care in my childhood home pretty much so i got the call from my mom that he had passed away i was a total wreck in shambles but i had to come home to louisiana to help my mom and my older brother prepare for his funeral And so I came home, and for whatever reason, I had to look in my dad's phone for something. And so I picked his cell phone up, and I glanced at it, and I I almost dropped the phone because there was a blurry picture of my dad. You know when, like, somebody might have taken a quick picture of themselves, and Mm -hmm. you might shut shut your screen on your phone down? I don't know how to describe it, but it's like it's an, a leftover image that was still there from previously, but it just didn't save. And so I was looking and I was like, who took this picture of my dad? Because at first I thought it was like his body because, you know, people, some people take pictures of dead mm-hmm. bodies. I knew my mom wouldn't do anything like that or my brother or anybody in my family for that matter. But uh, I opened the phone up and I went to his camera to see if maybe it has saved into his camera roll. There was no picture, no picture of him. I searched and searched and searched for that picture, but the picture was like he was laying in the bed. It pretty much was a selfie. It was like he tried to take a picture of himself, but I don't know, it it was blurry. But I couldn't, I could not find a picture for the life of me on that phone. So it had me thinking, well, maybe he just was showing himself to me to let me know he was okay or, or that he was around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is my haunted ass story. <laughs> 
And I hope y'all have a good day. Bye. Oh, thank you, Courtney. I appreciate you sharing that. I First know. of all, it's such a tough situation. The death of a loved one. Right. God, that's such a good story. I do think he, they come back to say like, hey, I'm good. Yeah. And can I tell you, like we always see on TikTok, these really like highly produced and mm-hmm. edited scary videos. Mm-hmm. It's stories like this that really give me chills. Yeah. And I know what you're saying, Courtney, that you're like, what the hell? What is this? Why did this happen? Mm -hmm. This doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But then in your heart, you're like, I know what this is. You know, yeah, I, I love that. I and do too. So, Courtney, do you still have the picture? We don't have she to post it. it. Um, she said she couldn't find it. In so was story. it was it still on the phone? I think she that? like I think she was picking it up. I guess she hit the camera or whatever, and it was, and it was like gone? there. Oh and then when gosh. she went to the library, the picture was gone. Was gone. Yeah. Let us know, oh. Courtney. I love your story. I Thank you. Too. So our next story comes from Aaron. I almost said A.A. Ron. Shout out to what are their names? <laughs> oh, Key and Peel. Key and Peel. Yes, couldn't remember. <laughs> awesome. All right. So here's my story. My family and. I lived in a house that would have unexplainable sounds like footsteps or tap, tap, tapping, but this actually happened while I was playing a video game. I was on the family computer in the dining room and my mom was at the kitchen table going over the bills. No one else was home and the house was silent until the kitchen faucet turned on by itself. I checked it out, but the faucet had a lift style handle and the water was turned on halfway. It was a brand new house, so no reason for it to be haunted, but we definitely felt an occasional presence and saw or heard things that didn't make sense. Why can't a new house be haunted? I don't know. And we hear that a lot. I know lots of stories where they're like, well, the house was new, so it shouldn't be haunted. I don't think that's a thing. I think it can be haunted if it's new. Maybe it was built on a spot of a haunted house. That's a good point. It was around the same time that my mom's father had passed away. So we always just assumed it was him visiting. Some years after selling the house, we bumped into the new homeowner at the grocery store. She said, I don't want to sound crazy, but have you ever seen or heard things in the house? Then she told us that she had recently woken up to a transparent face above her bed and that it had faded away a second after. Like how big? I'm thinking like giant transparent. Oh my gosh. You're thinking like (laughs) Like floating Abraham Lincoln head. Gigantic though. Why are ghosts always turning on the the sinks? That's a great question. Are they just super thirsty? That might be my thing in the afterlife. I have to get up like three or four times a night and I'm always like chugging water in the bathroom, which is probably why I'm up two hours later. Say, okay, wait, you'll be chugging water and I'm going to be peeing on a toilet. That's what I'm going to do because I have to wake up every like five hours to pee. <laughs> we'll be in the bathroom just talking to each other. It's like, hey, are you done? Are Move you over. Done? It's my turn. I got to use it. God, we're disgusting. Okay. My name is Amanda and I live in Surrey, UK. This particular incident happened last year. I was in my utility room putting a wash in the machines. It was a bright sunny day and the last thing on my mind was how bloody haunted this house is. Anyway, as I was doing what I was doing, there were suddenly three very loud bangs in the room. I jumped but thought it was somebody with deliveries at the door. I opened the door and no one was there. Mm-hmm. Then I realized the bangs actually came from overhead where my daughter's dressing room is. I found my daughter in the kitchen and asked if she had heard it, but she thought it was me. I was startled and still in fight mode. So I stormed <laughs> I stormed into the utility room and said, I don't know who you are or what you want, but this is my house and you are not welcome. So get the hell out and don't come back. Yes. Woo. Now, suffice it to say, it never happened again. This happened to me this week and I actually was texting with Rebecca. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I had forgotten about this. <laughs> I was here working on the podcast and alone like, alone <laughs> editing stories was just when this shit always happens and there was this horrible like like i can't even like the most jarring loud sound yeah it happened very quickly and then stopped 
And I ran all over the house trying to figure out what it was. Did you ever figure out what it was? Because yes. I know that you had like Dave was coming home and he was going to be checking around in the attic and all that good stuff. Yes. And I still don't fully understand, but the mechanism that runs our doorbell had broken and there was a piece inside of it. And for whatever reason, something was triggering it and that was making that horrible alarm. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories. A paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. It still could have been like a ghost messing with the thing inside. Possibly. I'm just saying. But at first I walked all through this house and I kept saying, do it again, do it again. And I literally <laughs> like, like me, I was like, walking through <laughs> filming the house. Cause like whatever this damn thing was, I was going to catch it again. Are you going to post that on social media? Oh, hell no. no you oh absolutely have to. Cause I, it's kind of hysterical. I thought about it, but there is one moment where I like step in front of a mirror and I look like shit. You can't I cut that out. Hammered shit. I mean, it's literally just walking through my house. <laughs> and me going, do it again, do it again. God, I wish I had been here for that. But I will say, looking back at footage on your phone that you've taped in your house when you thought that you were hearing a ghost, uh-huh. that's some scary shit. No, I agree completely. Yeah, even when it's nothing, yeah. it was still kind of spooky. Okay, Sometimes those ones that the more photos freak me out, the where you touch them and they're live. Yeah, I like I forget that it's on that mode all the time. And so I'll accidentally touch it and then they'll start moving. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? And I'm like, oh no, that's just the iPhone, everybody. That's some real Harry Potter shit too. You know, for <laughs> right? real. It's magic. It's the magic. The iPhone has magic features. <laughs> there are things every now and then I'm like, I can't believe we could do that in this day and Aren't age. are we just so impressed? <laughs> so we do have another little story from Amanda. She says, my darling mother-in-law passed away last October. She loved our dog, a Cocker Spaniel named Willow, and he loved her back. But after her passing, he's been acting so strangely. He'll watch something we can't see walk around and then refuses to enter certain parts of the house. The other day we heard him barking in the hallway and he refused to come when I called. I finally had to walk with him to get him to budge. So I told my daughter I was going to tell whatever it was to naff off. But then she said it might be Nana and that would be sad. Yeah, it would be sad. Yeah, I agree. So any suggestions as to how to deal with this would be greatly appreciated. And that's from Amanda. Also the word naff. I know. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use NAF like nobody's business now. It's, it's wonderful. But what if it's like a really violent version of it like, probably is. Yeah. And we're going to be like, ha, naff off. I think, is it uh, black tourmaline is supposed to be good that it doesn't chase off the good spirits that yes. it's supposed to just like. I'm almost positive. Yeah. yeah. So I would encourage black tourmaline and. Charge um, it in the moonlight. Charge it in the moonlight. <laughs> be prepared because your husband will make fun of you. So um, will I. Yes. <laughs> when you Which I did. For whatever reason, there's a black tourmaline bracelet in with the collard greens in the garden. It's like, what the the hell um <laughs> of all the things that we have done in the last i don't know four years together why does your moonlit <laughs> i tourmaline stand out the most to me i do not know because seriously I we've will done not some, let you forget it yes <laughs> the other thing you know you can just gently encourage it's time to move on you're not supposed to be sure. here anymore you don't have to tell them to naff off no so if it is nice if it is your mother-in-law so she will know it is okay to move on mm-hmm. maybe she just doesn't know but i also bet the dog will 
just get used to it eventually. Surely, I would think. You would think, yeah. yeah. Unless that's not Nana. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, so this next story comes from Savannah. Hey, Julie and Rebecca. This is Savannah from Oregon. I'm writing in today with the only experience I've ever had. So in 2009, my family, best friend, and I visited England. We decided to visit Dover Castle in Dover. Apparently, they have tunnels that are dug under the castle. During World War II, they used this as a command post, and we decided to take the secret wartime tunnel tour. So my best friend and I are walking with the group, and we look down this long, stony castle hallway. It has these tiny little castle windows with faint streams of light coming through. And all of a sudden, we see this gray-green figure walk through the exterior wall, through the hallway, and through the interior wall. Like, you couldn't really see a face, but you could see the outline of maybe a hat, and it looked like he had on, like, a military uniform. He was tall, he was walking really straight up, and he looked like he was on a mission. My first instinct was to run down to where we saw it. I just thought maybe the tour group was, like, pulling our leg. But once I got down there, there was nothing but stone. We were just stunned. Um, So that was the only time I've ever seen anything. Um, But I do have another story. In about 2005, my mom and I lived in a duplex in Minneapolis. Um, I want to say it was built in like 1900. And we lived on the ground level. I had a creepy room. It had a well in the closet. And it was painted shut and my friends and I we were teenagers at the time we forced the lid open and we dropped a penny down the well and never heard it hit anything so anyway those are my experiences I love what you guys do on the podcast I wish I had a Sasquatch story because I live in Oregon (laughs) okay thank you guys so much take care Savannah. Oh my God. A freaking well. Please tell me you have a picture of that. Oh. That is amazing. Yes. Anybody else, if you have a well in your house or a well on your property, please send us pictures. Haunted of podcast at gmail.com because that is up. I know. I'm I like, what's it. the deal? Like, why would you build over it? Are you not allowed to fill it up or something? I have absolutely no idea. Like, I would not just want a like gaping hole in like my kid's closet. And can I just say, Savannah, if I was a teenager living in that house, oh, I'd be goodness. like, this is not my room. No. Mom and dad, since you thought it was okay to buy a house with a well in the f-ing closet, <laughs> this is now your bedroom. <laughs> Holy crap. Thank you for that, Savannah. That was so good. Okay, so our next story comes from Nancy. Hey, gals. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Nancy went to UT. Hook them, Nancy. Love you. Hey, gals. Just discovered your podcast, and I love it. Y'all are adorable and super fun. I've had several paranormal experiences since I was a kid, which I don't share with everyone because it makes me sound like a kook. But I know Haunted AF is a judgment-free zone. Plus, we need stories. Mm -hmm, That, too. I have two ghost stories to share. One is a sweet dead pet story, and the other is about my haunted high school. Maybe a disgruntled teacher ghost? I like that. So, in 2021, I started working in a main school 
built in 1862 that is one of the oldest continuously operating high schools in the country. Not sharing the name because the administration has already said no to local paranormal groups who wanted to visit. Please tell us privately. Uh, Please just tell us privately. Yeah, and like send us a picture of it. We just want to look it up. We will not share that. We swear. Much of the building is original with huge windows, high ceilings, and stone floors. I like to imagine prim girls in long dresses floating down the corridors by the girls wearing ripped jeans, showing off their belly buttons and staring at their phones. Oh my God, they'd be horrified, wouldn't they? They would would not even know what to do. They'd be like, cover yourself. Yeah. um, There have been vague rumors of ghostly happenings, but only a few current employees have talked about their experiences. One secretary told me she saw shadow figures in the main office and a teaching assistant said a set of heavy double doors flew open in front of her early one morning. Heck yeah. My room is on the second floor and one evening I stayed late to catch up on work as most teachers have to do, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. It was after dark and the building was very quiet. I could see the janitor cart at the end of the hallway and figured he was down there cleaning the room so I didn't feel alone. As I was sitting at my desk, a noise started coming from the room to the left of me. It is hard to describe, but it was a sawing, rasping sound, kind of like someone using a handsaw. I can hear, I can it, hear in it in my too. head right yeah. now. The noise got progressively louder. Then the wall started to shake so hard it made two heavy bookcases tremble. As I watched this happening, I realized the room the noise was coming from was locked and dark, and I felt all the hair stand up on my head. I never knew that that was an actual thing. Oh yeah, I'll see it on my arms. Same, same. Sometimes when we hear stories, it'll happen to me. Then suddenly, to my terror, the sawing noise switched and started coming from the room on the other side of my room. I grabbed my stuff and I sprinted out of there. As I ran down the hallway, I passed the janitor cart and saw there was no janitor. All the doors to the rooms were closed. I was alone on the floor. Well, sort of. Yeah. The next day, I asked around, but none of the other teachers with rooms near mine or the janitor had ever heard the noise or seen the shaking walls. I talked with the teacher who had been there for over 20 years, and he said a former art teacher used to get really spooked by the things in his room. Good to know because the art room is directly above mine. Ooh. I have decided it's the ghost of some poor teacher trying to tell me, go home. I used to stay late and now I'm stuck in this freaking place. Oh, that's the ghost that's saying, the ghost that. saying yes. that. I haven't stayed as late since then, mostly because staff found a homeless guy sleeping in one of the closets. And a few days later, they found a guy by the staff entrance wearing only a black bra and thong in January. Nancy, we just need to go out and have drinks and hear more about this school. Same. And no, neither one of them had a handsaw. Actually, uh, Nancy has a dead pet of the week story, too. Oh, yay! Who's that scratching at the back door? Who's that drinking out the toilet bowl? It's the dead pet. Dead pet of the week. Okay, so Nancy says, my dead pet story is similar to Minnie. My cat, Annie, showed up as a tiny kitten crying in my yard one hot summer day in Austin, Texas. I was going through a hard time then, and whenever I was upset, she would come running and softly pat my face with her paw. Oh, that is so sweet. I moved her with me to Maine, where she lived to be 16 before developing cancer. The day came that I had to do the heartbreaking thing and take her on that Mm. final ride to the vet. That night, I was devastated, but grateful for the affection of my other cats. I went to bed feeling her absence terribly because she always slept near me. Mm. As I laid awake, I felt one of my cats jump on the bed and curl up against me. I reached down to pet whichever kitty had come to comfort me, but as you can guess, there was no one there. I believe Annie came to let me know she was okay. I have more 
stories and we'll let you know if anything else happens at school. Please do. Uh, besides the bad behavior of the living. I listen to Haunted F while doing chores and thanks to you, my house is very, very clean. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, you're welcome. Nancy. <laughs> All right. So this next story comes from Mike. My dad was a pretty serious character when we were growing up. He, did, he wasn't one to tell stories or joke around much uh, unless he was drinking. When he drank, he would kind of get a smile about him and he would tell stories. They were always interesting. And so when he talked, you listened. So one day when I was probably around eight years old, he started talking to a group of us about some time that he spent working down on the border. I think he said it was him, my uncle, and one of his friends. And uh, they got a vehicle stuck in the middle of the night on the border of Mexico. They left my uncle there to you know, stay with the vehicle so no one would get it unstuck and take it. And they went to go find help. So him and his friend trek off into the middle of the night and they come across a barn out on a property close to the border. And he says when they walk up to the barn, it was lit up like there was somebody inside or, or something going on. So they walk into the barn and they notice there's a table set and it's got, you know, dinner plates out like they were getting ready to have dinner. So they call out. Nobody answers. Nobody's there. So they walk out of the barn to go find the house of the owner of the barn. And uh, he says, as they're walking out in the distance, they see like a log fence. And he says, as they're walking towards the log fence, he starts noticing a group of guys uh, jumping over the fence coming to them. And he said the way they were jumping over it looked like they were a herd of sheep, the way they pounced over the fence in sync, one right after the other. And uh, one of the worries he had was it's a group of really large men. He described them as tall men, wide shoulders. And back then, he said, on the border, some criminals would wait for immigrants to pass over and uh, they would stone them to death and rob them. So he says, as they're coming to him, they start seeing rocks being thrown. So they kind of dug down and they're hiding together, but they're hearing them come closer to them in the tall grass. And so he tells his friend, we need to fight, try and make our way through them and take off running before they kill us. He says, when they get close enough, he reaches out to grab one and they all disappear. They looked at each other wide eyed and freaked out and they just ran. And they ran towards the barn. And when he said, when they got to the barn, all the lights were out. It was pitch black. <laughs> and they ran back to my uncle. Uh, he had got the vehicle unstuck and they booked it out of there. And he said he never went back to that area again. Yeah, fun story. My dad isn't one to embellish or really lie about things, so I believe him. But yeah. Thanks for the podcast. Really fun. Uh, I've got a few more stories I'm sure I could share. But yeah, appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Mike. A couple of things. What was that sound going on behind I you? Don't, that's a great question. It definitely added to it. So when he says they were jumping over the fence like sheep, is that what he said? Yeah. Does that mean that they were just like two feet? To me, in my head, I had it played out like a horde of zombie type. Yeah. Fence. Yeah. One part in the story that I didn't use, he said they look like lumberjacks. The stoning part? That yeah. That legit gave me Yeah. Ah. Well, and that's like real fear. Uh, and so we got to wrap this week with actually something that happened on our Patreon page. And we don't usually share content from our Patreon page mm -hmm. over here. But this one was, we had to talk about it. Someone we're only going to identify as Samantha sent some videos in last month. So she had been caring for her grandfather in his final days and filmed what she thought were orbs moving around his room. Mm -hmm. So she sent the video to us and we have pretty much the same reaction that we yeah. have to all orb videos anymore because anytime we share them, they get shot down. Everybody immediately is like, no, if it moves like dust or a bug, it's probably dust or a bug. Yep. So that's 
that's part of the reason we don't share those kinds of videos anymore. The wildest thing about this video, <laughs> though, was not the orbs, no. okay? I'm laying in bed looking at this. I'm like, is this person not wearing pants? Because in the video... You see grandpa, you see the room. This person comes in to check him mm-hmm. and it seriously looks like they're not wearing any pants. Yeah, just a t-shirt. Porky pig in it just a little yeah, bit. Little bit, yeah, little bit. Yeah, so, um, but the front's covered, the back's not. It's- we CSI'd the crap out of that. <laughs> <laughs> like they, sh- they should have made a detective show around that moment for us. I literally, okay, first I edited, you know, I trimmed it and yeah. then I was like checking the lights and doing the filters all and everything. It. I send it all to Rebecca. I'm like, what are you seeing here? Because honestly, I'm surprised that nobody has sent us naked pictures that they're junk, you know. I mean, it's bound to happen at some point. Not that we we do not want it. Please don't send that. (laughs) But honestly, for years now, we haven't gotten any of that. I know, I'm surprised. So we shared this back and forth. Like, is she wearing pants? What do you think? I don't know. She's wearing pants. Yeah. And then I wanted to share it. But again, we have an ailing man in the background who's no longer with us. Grandpa did pass away. And so we go on Patreon and discuss this. Yeah, because we don't want to appear insensitive. And finally, Rebecca pointed out what she felt were leggings. Yes, I screenshotted, I zoomed in, and after much investigation around the knees, <laughs> was making like these little wrinkles. Much forensics. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's some good forensic science right there, because it was a black and white like uh, Seriously, video. Y'all. We spent so much, so time much time looking at this. And so we're talking about it on Patreon, not realizing that Samantha is a patron. Is a patron. <laughs> is a patron. And Sorry, she jumps Samantha. on and she's like, y'all. Oh, that was me. That was me. <laughs> well, hi, Samantha. I know. And you look pantsless. And she said, and she was like, you can share the video. That's fine. Thank goodness she's I, cool. I thank, cool. Thank you, Lord, baby Jesus, as Samantha is totally fine with us talking about it and sharing, and sharing it. sharing it. And, yes. Yeah, so cool. I, I don't think we're going to share the whole video, um, but we will isolate Samantha's booty so you can see. Amen. And, and it's a, it's, it's beautiful. It's a great booty. It's, she's got it a great, is. yes. Great so, body. But yeah, actually, Samantha, we should be sharing this just because you look amazing. I was going to say, maybe we should just preface, like, don't put any lewd comments on there because she's not actually naked. No, no, she isn't. It's a legging type situation. (laughs) She's got, she has leggings on. definitely pants on. Oh my God. Okay, if you want to see the picture, which of course you do, hauntedaf.com. This is episode 10, season nine, or just go watch it on YouTube. Don't forget, you guys, while you're at hauntedaf.com, buy some merch. We have all kinds of cool shirts, mugs, socks, underwear. Yeah, all the good stuff. We are going to design some new gear for summer so please let us know if you've got a request oh yeah also please leave us a good review on apple Podcasts or wherever you can and if at all possible please become one of our patrons um you can do that at patreon.com slash haunted af coming up next week michelle's got a story about making a house call as a hairstylist and running into its recently departed inhabitant Mm -mm. and then lake is going to tell us about the little man who was sitting on her bed as announced earlier we have three weeks left those of you who've been sitting on the greatest story ever it's time to send it in time to shine baby yeah please consider audio or video because we love to hear your voices they honestly make the stories so much better Mm -hmm. so or you could just write it down and then send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it in this season of haunted af and don't forget to subscribe to haunted af on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher 
wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 